Are you ready to take your business to the next level? Every day there are countless books and articles that are published offering the key on how to make your business a success. It's easy to feel overwhelmed trying to keep up and run your business. That's why Deb Creer created the Business Power Hour. Keep up on the latest trends, best practices, and techniques for how to make your business a success. Let the Business Power Hour do the heavy work for you. Good morning, good morning. I am Deb Creer, and I am passionate about giving professionals the tools that they need to make themselves and their businesses as successful as possible. And oh, my gosh, we have the most fabulous program to kick off 2021. I'm so excited about this. And it was funny because this just kind of happened, you know, as we were scheduling things that we're going to be talking about networking. And what a better topic to be starting the year discussing than how the heck do we network in 2021. So please join me in welcoming Ashley Owens to our program today. Welcome, Ashley. Hello, Deb. How are you? Thank you for having me today. I am doing fantabulous, and we really are going to have a great time. So let me tell people a little bit about you, and then we will jump into this. So Ashley Owens is the first and only networking concierge that puts you in the right situation or gets you out of the wrong one. As a networking concierge, she trains, coaches, and speaks on becoming an authority at generating revenue by networking with intention. As a networking concierge, Ashley is a host of two digital TV talk shows on RVN TV and This Is It TV speaking and interviewing on the topic of tactical networking. She has taken over 700 introduction phone calls with business professionals looking to grow their network and has given close to 1,000 introductions. She has spoken to over 80 networking groups, organizations, companies, and conferences, and has over 185 referral partners. So again, Ashley, welcome. Thank you so much. Yeah, every time I hear those stats, I'm like, oh, that's out of date. Or this is out of date. Or <laughs> I know, I know. You know, we, we've, you know, up to more than I always live. Oh, you know, yeah. that, those are those great numbers that we talk around, about. Around, around. Yeah, approximately, around. yeah. Yeah. Right. yeah. <laughs> so, you know, I always love finding out about my guests. And you came to do what you do as, you know, ba- really because of your history. So tell us just a little bit about that and how you truly discovered that this is your passion in life. Sure. So my background, I started in the film and entertainment industry. So I was a personal assistant to two celebrities in New York City, Mm -hmm. which gave me a lot of therapy bills and learned how to really make sure things were getting done Mm -hmm. on time and on budget. Mm -hmm. Um, So uh, after graduating, I had 18 positions. Mm -hmm. I was never fired. It was mergers and acquisitions Mm -hmm. and budget cuts. And it got to the point where I was really tired of having somebody else to pick my future. Mm -hmm. I worked at companies that were really great, like eBay Enterprise. Mm -hmm. Um, I worked at companies that like Navport, which gathered data for oil and gas. I sold custom software. I worked for another millionaire Mm -hmm. in Philadelphia. And so I was able to really achieve and and, and get these lucrative positions, but things that were out of my control that had nothing to do with performance Mm -hmm. didn't allow me to keep the positions for more than eight months. So I had a really bad string of luck for... Mm -hmm. Sometimes that just happens. Yeah, but for, you know, after 18 jobs after graduation, I'm 32. You know, Mm -hmm. it's not that not that normal. So Mm -hmm. the the point I'm trying to make was that I got really 
tired of having, again, somebody mm-hmm. else to pick my future. And so the last position I, I had, I was working in custom software, I was mm. selling custom software. Mm-hmm. And I woke up one morning, I said, how the hell did I go from working in in entertainment to Mm -hmm. selling custom software. Mm -hmm. And I felt like I had lost myself significantly along the way, Mm -hmm. but the skill that I gained from it was I knew how to make connections based off of industries because Mm -hmm. I had been in so many of them. Mm -hmm. So I was able to intelligently talk about different industries because I was in them. So once I figured out that that was a plus and not a minus, Mm -hmm. I went to a networking event after I left my job, um, after two weeks, put my two weeks in. Went to a networking event just to go, just to get out. Um, wasn't looking for anything. And I walked around and I didn't want to have to change my network again, mm-hmm. you know, because after, you know, eight years and all these changes, it was mm-hmm. absolutely insane. So I decided to walk around and say, okay, what does everybody here at this networking event have in common? Mm-hmm. And what they have in common is the fact that they're networking. I'm like, okay, great. So what does that actually mean? Mm-hmm. I'm a very big operational, tangible, tactical, give me okay. a process type person. Mm-hmm. And I hate the high level BS that I could Google. Mm-hmm. So I decided to go to each person and say, what sucks for you about networking? Really? Oh, okay. What is the challenge for you? <laughs> And when I asked the question, the conversations opened up to service offerings. And as I was walking around, mm-hmm. um, I, I got somebody overheard me talking about, you know, this idea. And they said, hey, would you ever network for someone at a uh, book signing? Because one of the services I was talking mm-hmm. about was going to events with clients as an extension of them. Okay, being a wing woman. Being a wing woman, but mm-hmm. also being intentional about it, providing the follow-ups afterwards mm-hmm. the whole mm-hmm. night. Because I've been doing that my entire life. I mm-hmm. just never even thought about putting that into a business. Mm-hmm. And so the gentleman came over. He said, hey, you know, would you want to be, would you would you come to an event? I said, yes. So in two weeks, I had a website, headshots, mm-hmm. liability insurance, a master services agreement, a statement of work. I had a logo, business. I had everything. In, I, mm-hmm. I had a duct tape version of a business in two mm-hmm. weeks. And it was the first time I I ever in my entire career that I didn't have to ask for anybody's permission. Mm -hmm. And so when that was the case, I ended up building a business off of my skill sets Mm -hmm. instead of trying to overcome every single weakness. So the, so the business went from there. I I drove, you know, four hours to an event to work, drove two hours back and I got an amazing, you know, testimonial without even being asked, without Mm -hmm. even asking my client for Mm -hmm. it. And that, and then the world opened up in the past three years. I've had a, an, an incredibly robust amount of opportunity because it, than I've ever had in my entire life, mm-hmm. in my entire business career, mm-hmm. just because I was tripling down on my strengths. And now mm-hmm. you see my bio when I've been Wait. able to do in the last, mm-hmm. you know, three years. So that's how I got started. Mm-hmm. Right. You know, and it, we're just going to, jump right in with the main topic because, sure. you know, so you talked about <clears throat> your business opened up in three years or oh, three yeah. years ago Ooh. and holy cow, holy schmoly, kawam, everything shut in March of 2020. Um, you know, I love the, the, when they were saying two, two weeks, it'll just be two weeks. Yeah. And we all went, yeah, right. Mm-hmm. Um, now we, I don't think had any idea that it was going to be months and mm-hmm. months, and maybe turning into much longer than months right. of we're not doing networking the way we used to. Right. Um, the last in-person networking event that I went to and shook hands and handed out business cards and ate the chicken that they had or whatever it was, was February of 2020. Um, you know, and I don't even know 
that that I want to go back to that, and we'll talk about that too. But you know, it really has forced us to completely rethink things. So you know, talk about that, and and this really is going to be the the thrust of of what we talk about the whole time. You know, because we did expect it to be short term, mm-hmm. and you know, and then it wasn't. So let's just kind of delve into this. You know, how in the heck do we still network? I think that the change that has happened since the pandemic has been a benefit in the networking community. And I'll tell Mm -hmm. you why. It's because now, logistically, it actually takes us less time and less effort. Yes, we're not driving. We're not driving. (laughs) We aren't getting ready to go to events. They're not Mm -hmm. searching for them. What they ended up doing or what I see the trend of what people have been doing Mm -hmm. and what I suggest my clients in doing is it's not necessarily stopping going to the organizations mm-hmm. or the associations and joining their networking mm-hmm. opportunities, but looking at the private, you know, 20 to 30 mm-hmm. uh, private groups that are run right. by somebody who's a power networker mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and really building relationships with those people on a weekly basis. So mm-hmm. that ends up proving and providing more fruit in the nurturing of, of the relationship than anything has ever had. My network grew exponentially this year because mm-hmm logistically, I was able to follow up faster. Right. And I was able to also look up a reference or somebody that I mm-hmm. wanted to make the introduction to. So the mm-hmm. network grew based off of the fact that I was able to give mm-hmm. even faster and even more with more abundance. Mm-hmm. Um, and then my network also in, uh, engaged uh, internationally because now, you know, the stuff that I was putting out, it was specializing in virtual mm-hmm. networking mm-hmm. and people in different organizations were saying, well, we don't have to fly you out here. Why don't you just mm-hmm. you know, give a presentation and, and train our associations mm-hmm. on this? Right. So that's, that's where I see, you know, in 20, you know, 2021, we're coming down to the end of the year though, but in 2021, um, it's, I really find it that it's going to be a really nice hybrid. Mm-hmm. I feel like that there is going to be a lot of business done through Zoom, and then mm-hmm. the nurturing of the relationship right. in person. Mm-hmm. Um, just adds another layer. It's not a 100% necessity. Mm-hmm. It is a nice to have. Mm-hmm. And right now, the need is just staying in front and giving value, mm-hmm. however you do that. Right. Um, right. But there's going to be a nice hybrid mentality. And mm-hmm. I think people are either going to go out socially now and say, I don't want to talk about work. Let's mm-hmm. just hang out and see how you're doing. Right. And then, you know, that Friday when you have your weekly meeting where it's like, oh, mm-hmm. it's awesome seeing you last week. Mm-hmm. Here are the people that I want to follow up mm-hmm. with. So it's staying top of mind. Right. You know, and in-person networking networking is always interesting because we go for so many reasons. Um, right. You know, we go to see the people. And, and I'll be honest, I miss seeing the people that I used to see every week. Um, because we all went to a lot of the same networking things. And, you know, and, and at least if I didn't see them every week, I saw them a couple times a month or at the very least once a month. Um, you know, and, and so I would see them. Hi, how you doing? You know, all those things, which, of course, wasn't really networking. We were socializing, mm-hmm. um, you know, and, and I think, you know, and, and so I miss that. I miss the programs. You know, I really do miss the the programs that that we used to have at the the various organizations that I belong to because they're educational, they're um, fun, you know, all sorts of things like that. But of course, we can find those online too. Mm-hmm. So you know, it's it's interesting because I think so many people are doing exactly what you're saying. We're rethinking who we should even be networking with. You know, my in-person networking, as much as I love going and seeing everybody, and when I'm able to, I will 
go again. I mean, you know, that's just the, and and I'll consider it more socializing than networking. But you know, we're we're thinking about okay, how am I going to get business? You know, are these the right people? Or am I just socializing? Am I going to the event and finding the people I know, asking, you know, that the social questions as opposed to the business questions? Right. So I think that, you know, it's really important to recognize that networking is a marketing opportunity mm-hmm. and not a sales mm-hmm. activity. Mm-hmm. So that the marketing opportunity allows you to be, you know, what is your personal brand? Who are mm-hmm. you? Who, who are you to these people? Mm-hmm. And there's usually a, a following of um, 12, uh, 10 gives before an ask. Right. So if you're in that capacity and you're, you know, mm-hmm. going in and, and getting involved in events like that, I think there's a certain amount of effort that needs to get put into the follow-up because mm-hmm. the difference between a social event and building a friend is in the follow-up, mm-hmm. you know, what are you doing in that capacity? Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah. So I think that there's, there's, you know, in, in the in-person stuff, or in-person events, they definitely have value, but I think that people are now cutting through the pleasantries mm-hmm. sometimes. And now with the online networking, we've built relationships with people we haven't even met right. in the last eight months that are mm-hmm. probably stronger because we've all had the same, you know, kind of stuff we're going through, mm-hmm. which is the pandemic. And that's, right. that's a commonality. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Right. You know, and and I love that it's, it's you know, definitely forcing us to be much more intentional. You know, right. if, if we're going to have a Zoom, either one-on-one, small group, or even a larger thing, we're really thinking about, okay, is this something that I, I want to be doing, even though it's easier? I mean, you know, we, we have to change our shirt, <laughs> maybe, maybe do our hair and, you know, and a little bit, but, you know, we're, it, it it's, it's, it does seem like it's a little bit more that we're thinking about doing it before we actually do it. Um, as opposed to, Oh, you know, this Tuesday I need to go to X or, you know, we, because you just kind of go and you, you do it. Um, you know, and, and it, it'll be interesting to see if the true networking groups survive this, the BNIs that, you know, the, the mastermind groups, yeah. things like that. Um, you know, because again, I think what they can do is definitely expand who they're bringing in, if that's what they're, you know, you know, if, if they, if they can do that. You know, it was interesting. I was on a call the other day and they made a really good point that all of the salesy kind of networkers mm-hmm. who are very much the shifty ones who mm-hmm. I haven't heard a peep from them because what they did was is that right. they came in hard and fast mm-hmm. in the beginning of the pandemic. Mm-hmm. They were still trying to push, push, push. They push. were in panic mode. They were in panic mode and I haven't heard a peep from them. Right. So in, in a while, which means that they've died out essentially. Mm-hmm. Right. Meaning, you know, yeah, they've they've had to switch to something else. Um, they've had to start mm-hmm. building relationships, which is what we've been, you know, preaching about this entire time. So, you know, I think that there is it it, it thins the, the the activity, but it also makes mm-hmm. it more intentional about what you're supposed to be doing online. Right. You know, and we're adding so many things. I mean, that's what I love about this. I started an online through Zoom um, networking group back in March. It's simply because it was like, oh my gosh, I need to see somebody. <laughs> you know? And and so, you know, I did I put it on Facebook and you know, invited all my 3,000 friends. <laughs> and I posted it on LinkedIn. And so there's another 3,000 friends. But you know, and and it's been interesting because it, you know, it originally it really was just how are you doing? You know, really, how are you doing? How are you getting through this? Um, kind of a, a, you know, a mutual support system. Then we transitioned into, we need to start talking about education things, you know, so getting that program part back in there. 
you know, initially it was, what business books do you like? All those. And then I started having guest speakers and we did switch to, to just twice a month. Um, our, our last one that we held in December was an absolutely fabulous presenter talking about getting your LinkedIn profile for 20, ready for 2021. Um, you know, it's a small group. Now we do post everything online, the video and all of that. And so there's quite a few that watch that afterwards, but it has, it really has come down to, a, a good core group of people that then we have some others kind of come in, but you know, it, that's just one example of how, you know, we've, we've kind of pivoted um, and created our own type of thing. Yeah. I mean, I, I would agree with you. I think that there is, there's a lot of pivoting. There's people who aren't leaning into the process mm-hmm. who aren't leaning into any of it. And mm-hmm. you can see them suffering in, right. in how they're engaging with new people. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, I, I, I have talked to some people who have said, no, no, you know, I'm, I'm waiting to go back to in-person. I don't like doing Zoom. I'm sorry. Zoom or an equivalent just is here to you stay. Don't like, yeah. Just because yeah. you don't like something doesn't mean you can't, you have to right. adapt. Yeah. yeah. I didn't like 45% of the positions that I have, and I mm-hmm. kept my head down and I worked because right. I needed to, mm-hmm. you know, there's that to me is laziness and ignorance and I don't right. have time for those people. And neither mm-hmm. should anybody who's a power networker because right. oh, yeah. that's, it's mm-hmm. what makes you think that they're going to go above and beyond. Like you're going to go above and beyond for them. Mm-hmm. Right. You know, and because this is what's going to happen now, you know, and, um, you know, and, and <clears throat> you talked about hybrid. I think what a lot of things are going to, to become is the hybrid of an in-person that is the a, a networking event that is also being live streamed, zoomed, whatever. Um, so that so. either, yeah. you know, people like me who have some health conditions who probably aren't going to network for quite a while can still attend, you know, or, you know, depending on what it is, it can be people from around the world who are attending, um, you know, and, and I think that's what's going to be fun is it's, it is, it, it, that's what people aren't getting is it's allowing us to expand. And you mentioned it. I mean, how many more people you have added to your network just in the last 10, 12 months? Yeah, I mean, that's the, the hybrid mentality is definitely something that I mm-hmm. think is going to be a, a huge mm-hmm. um, help in the next mm-hmm. few months. Absolutely. Right. You know, and it's going to take practice, you know, we because because we all saw groups months ago, you know, before pre-COVID who were trying to do Facebook live of the thing, the you know, and the camera would start tilting or they'd be holding it and we'd have the higgledy piggledy and, you know, and all sorts of things. And so I think they're going to figure out, OK, if we're going to do this and look professional, we have to to make sure that it's good video, good audio, because, you know, we're we'll forgive bad video, but if you can't hear it. There's, there's no point. Um, but, you know, I think it really is going to be fun to see how some of these organizations either evolve or, you know, as I said, completely start up. Yeah. And you can see the organizations that aren't putting the effort into it. Mm-hmm. And I think that it's already happening. So mm-hmm. I, in 2021, if they don't make a shift, regardless of the vaccine, there's going to be people who aren't going to want right. to wear masks. Mm-hmm. There's going to be people that aren't going to want to wear the, the, mm-hmm. the vaccine. Mm-hmm. It's all of this. Right. Yeah. Right. You know, and the cool thing is, it's really going to allow us to truly network with intention. You know, it might be that what I do, a lot of people in Kansas City are doing. Okay, well, I can participate remotely, um, you know, and, and via Zoom and, and, you know, all of these various things. Plus, you know, let's be honest, it's going to cut down, you know, I, we kind of laughed when uh, about, you know, we're not driving to networking things anymore. That's the small price 
of, of, you know, doing all of this, you know, where I don't, I think a lot of conferences are going to go to virtual uh, to some degree, um, you know, and so there's a huge cost right there where we're not spending the money to, to be traveling, um, you know, because I think travel is just going to be real hinky for quite a while, but I think a lot of places are going to say, you know what, we don't need to, um, you know, plus the conference presenters can have speakers from literally around the world. Um, yeah, but here, here's the problem with that is that the speakers that are great in person, mm-hmm. I've noticed. Oh, yeah, yeah. You know, they, and, they have mm-hmm. one job and they can't mm-hmm. share a screen on Zoom. Mm-hmm. It's like you've had mm-hmm. eight months to mm-hmm. kind of train, right. you know, and these, these, these you know, per, uh, subject matter experts, are, mm-hmm. it's challenging sometimes mm-hmm. for them. And I find right. it to be a very, very annoying because, mm-hmm. you know, you've got somebody like me who can do both. Right. And it's becoming to the point where I'm like, yeah. Okay. I couldn't yeah. Google exactly what you just said. Yeah. And then yeah. I or tried to say, cause your audio it. cut out, you know, and all that good stuff. Mm-hmm. And, be, you know, so I feel like there's, there's definitely a roundabout way of, mm-hmm. of, of presenting and training mm-hmm. and engaging in a way that's intentional. And with the, you know, I've done a bunch of keynotes for virtual conferences mm-hmm. and they do a really good job when they do it right. Mm-hmm. But the speaker or the person who's giving these presentations, especially on the networking side, mm-hmm. you got to know what you're doing. You right. have to, otherwise it's going right. to throw everybody off and yep. it's going to end up being mm-hmm. where that presentation mm-hmm. is a representation mm-hmm. of you and you only get so right. many op- opportunities for that. Right. So just like in networking, when you're presenting yourself to somebody else, mm-hmm. it's, you, I really feel like what we can learn from this opportunity um, of, of being home and, and utilizing um, technology as a way to, to spread a message mm-hmm. and to communicate that just like you're adapting to people in a room, you got to adapt to the environment that right. you're in mm-hmm. and the person that you're talking to. Mm-hmm. So, um, yeah. So a lot of the, the conferences that I've been a part of have been fantastic mm-hmm. and I'll be flying out to Omaha, Nebraska in March and then Orlando in June. So mm-hmm. hopefully there'll be opportunities where, right. you know, I can travel, but mm-hmm. I'm only going to go if it's an opportunity where I feel like mm-hmm. one to get in the house, but two, right. it's a safe one, but they are mm-hmm. doing a hybrid, mm-hmm. a hybrid one. Right. You know, and and it is hard as a speaker who's used to feeding off the audience. I mean, you know, that's the hard part is is so many speakers need that energy from the audience. They need the people applauding. They need the people laughing. And when, you know, you're just these little faces and if you and if it's a big conference <clears throat> of course you've got your video probably not showing i, I mean you're not looking at your audience because they you know there's just too many people i so think that's a cop to out I, I i personally feel like that's a cop out we've had mm-hmm. eight months to figure out yeah. how yeah, to practice yep mm-hmm. not only to practice but to also be comfortable talking to yourself mm-hmm. Right, and if you can't crack a joke if you don't have your time down mm-hmm. right. If it's not something, if your mm-hmm. your job is to keep people engaged, mm-hmm. to be educated, and to and to feel like they can talk to you mm-hmm. about the topic that you specialize mm-hmm. in. Right. So there, I personally feel like that people who find it difficult, great. It was difficult mm-hmm. for me until I mm-hmm. buried myself two weeks mm-hmm. into building up a show, mm-hmm. something that makes right. sense. If you, you have a good talking. message, you should be able to. Mm-hmm. And you should be mm-hmm. able to finagle it and, and, mm-hmm. and, and engage in a way that is that is helpful for people. I'm not talking about being a show pony. I'm saying right. like putting yourself into a position mm-hmm. where you would want to watch something. Mm-hmm. Right. And if you watch something that's into engaging, you're mm-hmm. going to know how your audience also digests mm-hmm. information. Mm-hmm. So whether that's with a survey beforehand, mm-hmm. like set yourself up for success. Right. I feel like if you 
there have been plenty of times where mm-hmm. I've had, I live in West Philadelphia. Mm-hmm. There are plenty of times where somebody's on fire or they're in, you know, there's, there's sirens. Mm-hmm. You got to be able to pivot and say, well, it looks like they're coming for me. Give me right. a minute. Yeah. Yeah. So I mean, I just, just like you used to <clears throat> have to deal with, you know, the waiter dropped a, a tray of plates or something. You acknowledge it. And then you yeah. go on, you don't go, Oh my God, there's a siren. Can you hear that? Ooh, yeah. Right. Right. <laughs> it's just like, you know, but you also make it to, you know, there's things that you can either, um, you know, you just adjust. I mean, mm-hmm. just like in business, I, I, I truly, I, I get very frustrated with, with companies or entrepreneurs who are like, this is too hard. I'm like, I understand it's hard for a lot right. of industries. But it's hard for right. everybody. It's We're all in everybody. it. Mm-hmm. So it's either it's hard and what are you going to do about it? Mm-hmm. Especially yep. the speaker thing, especially for networking. There's mm-hmm. plenty, plenty of resources mm-hmm. out there. There's plenty of topics to talk yep. about. There's plenty of people you mm-hmm. can reach out to. Right. And I feel like, you know, if people are still struggling or like waiting for things to go back to normal, you just mm-hmm. missed an entire right. opportunity right. for the last eight months. Mm-hmm. Whatever happens to mm-hmm. your business, do not blame the pandemic. Yeah. Yeah. The worst thing I mean, for any of it is to me, be, right, right. Let yeah. me just be clear about this. Restaurant industry, the entertainment oh, yes. industry mm-hmm. is very, yes. very different. Certainly industry. very I'm, different. Mm-hmm. I'm talking about. And people know these people, mm-hmm. but there are yeah. certain industries that have completely tanked. I'm talking mm-hmm. about the people that know better. Right, right. They're yeah, yeah. restaurants, change. entertainment. I mean, that's a whole total different. Um, very clear yeah. About that. Yeah. yeah, yeah. You know, it's, it's, yeah, it's, you know, it, 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 and I mean, we've all seen businesses that have just, you know, for whatever reason, just weren't able to, to get through. Well, I'm um, not even talking about bringing in, 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 um, uh, revenue. I'm talking mm-hmm. about uh, networking. Like right. if people don't want to network mm-hmm. virtually, mm-hmm. you're yeah. missing mm-hmm. a whole opportunity. Yeah. yeah. You know, and the, the other thing on conferences is, you know, part of the reason we go is to network and to meet other people there. Okay, fine. You know, then you have a Zoom mixer. You know, I mean, there's certainly lots of ways to be able to, to do that. Um, I, I think, was, but there is, there is something that's very important, which is the zoom fatigue phase, right? So right. the zoom mixers, mm-hmm. I actually don't join because at the end of the day, I, I talk to so many people all day and I'm on different zoom mm-hmm. calls. I have no intention of spe- of having a, a cocktail mm-hmm. with anybody, even though if right. I love them mm-hmm. at the end of the day, but mm-hmm. that's me, you know, mm-hmm. as long as I've worked and I've built relationships mm-hmm. throughout the day, the social aspect mm-hmm. is fantastic, mm-hmm. but sometimes it's, you know, you got to listen to your own your own um, right. bandwidth before mm-hmm. you come. Yeah, because the worst thing is to be participating when you don't want to be participating. Correct. Yep. Um, you know, and 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 so I think it'll be critical for you know whether it's a conference, you know, whatever to to you know to for the organizers to maybe say in advance, okay, we're going to be providing everyone with every attendee's LinkedIn um, URL. Or, you know, and so you can kind of start connecting with people before and then, you know, during the conference, maybe you send them a little message and say, oh my gosh, wasn't that just the the greatest uh, presentation or whatever, you know, and and so it's just, again, it's a matter of thinking a little bit differently. And then as the organizers thinking outside the box. Um, Yeah. And I think that you can cross that over into a virtual capacity, right? mm -hmm. So I used to, um, again, before the pandemic, I was going to conferences with clients 
as a vendor and as a attendee. So mm-hmm. I would do on both ends and network with my clients there. Part of that program, <laughs> part of that process I would take them through mm-hmm. is who's, whose information can we grab? How do we filter right. through that? All of the, the apps that they use mm-hmm. are fantastic. So it's a great way. And then how do we book those meetings before mm-hmm. we even get there, yeah. right? Mm-hmm. Now, in a virtual conference or in a virtual meeting, you are able to chat with people within mm-hmm. the chat box. Right. Mm-hmm. It's not, and I, and I, I mm-hmm. stress this because sometimes the coordinator, it's not their responsibility necessarily to push out all their contact information, mm-hmm. but it is your responsibility to pay attention about who you want to meet there. Right. Don't hit, I mean, I, I, you know, I run a couple of group, uh, I run a, <clears throat> a referral network for uh, another organization mm-hmm. and they're always like, Hey, can you, can you, you know, send us the chat? I'm like, I could, but I mean, you had an hour and a half. Right. right. It's been eight months. You need to have figured that out yourself. I, I And I feel mm-hmm. like there's sometimes people are very much having things uh, handed to them. And mm-hmm. I'm like, I, I'd be happy to, but mm-hmm. you got to understand something here. Like pay attention, mm-hmm. pay attention. Yeah. I'm not here to, to, mm-hmm. to sell anything to you. I'm not mm-hmm. here to be the person that's going to sell you something. But if you say, Hey, Ash, I had to jump off for a second. Mm-hmm. I miss this person's information. Right. Would you mind sharing it? Of course. Mm-hmm. That's no different. Mm-hmm. But if you're there, you know, eating mm-hmm. a sandwich, mm-hmm. talking to, you know, whoever comes in the room. And right. Yeah. You've turned your video off, maybe, yeah. so they can't see that. I have no sympathy for those people. <coughs> yeah. I know that sounds harsh, but I feel like in the networking world right now, it's we're all here to collaborate. Mm-hmm. We're all here to help. Right. And people who are power mm-hmm. networkers, people who do this for a living. Mm-hmm will be giving out so much mm-hmm. and so many introductions because that's their job. That's mm-hmm. what we love to do. That's what right. we, we don't get paid for that. That is something that is the benefit of why we do what we do because we right. live off of that mm-hmm. service. We mm-hmm. are a service oriented organist, uh, service oriented, you know, profession. Right. Um, so when people take advantage of that or when they, when they're being lazy and don't want to make a change to their business, it, you know, could really be a detriment. Mm-hmm. Right. Oh, yeah. You know, and, and again, we've had plenty of time to be figuring this out. Um, you know, I, I, you know, I shouldn't have to tell somebody, here's how you save the chat. Right. Um, you know, and, and, uh, but, but yeah, I mean, you know, it's just, and, and of course, what drives me nuts also, and this, you know, if, if we're going to be doing this, we need to be professional. Now, you know, you've got a great background behind you. I've got a great background behind me. I worked with a Zoom consultant. Actually, I had her on the program oh, a couple of times. Yep. <laughs> um, you know, and but you don't, you know, I mean, this this doesn't have to be complicated, but you know, we shouldn't be. Oh, no, no, no. I didn't realize a Zoom consultant existed. That's why well, I'm I, I tell you, she was she was fascinating. I loved her. She was she had Good so much her. information. She is and was you know, an image consultant. Who oh, see, can't go meet with people right now? Um, you know, and and so it is she pivoted. I mean, you know, what a great pivot! And so you know, she worked with me on because the this the mic that I have is big and blue. Okay, mm-hmm. blue is obviously going to be one of the dominant colors, and I just happen to look good in blue. Yeah. Um, you know, and and so you know, we worked on the background. I mean, clearly you've got a, a great background also. But, you know, it's easy enough for people to not have the dirty laundry on the bed behind them. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, all of those various things to, you know, we all laugh that, you know, we're, we're, we're only dressed appropriately from the waist up now. You know, we've got sweats yeah. on and that's that's fine. Just don't stand up. Um, but also work on other things like, I'm sorry, you know, it, the, the last time when I participated in something and somebody had their camera set so that I was looking up their nose the entire time. 
you can see yourself. Right. You know, do do you want to be looking up your nose the entire time? Put your camera on books. There's so many things that. But that those are also the pe- those are also the people that you know you will recognize immediately <laughs> at a networking event. Oh yes, it's yes. Like mm-hmm. you know, and you stay away, and you just you say thank you very much, and then you have a good day. But mm-hmm. it's just. It, it's, I feel like it's, it's spinning the herd as mm-hmm. far as right. what people that you want to mm-hmm. actually have good mm-hmm. interactions mm-hmm. with based off of the impression that you get right. from the time that you meet mm-hmm. with them. Yeah. yeah. Um, it's you the know, same we're having they, to be professional in a way that's totally different from what we have been having to be professional. Right. Right. You know, and, 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 and again, it's, it's back to intention. You know, we have to be intentional about this. You know, we can't be having a conversation with somebody else in the room. Um, you know, and it's okay to, you know, if something comes up to quickly turn your video off, you know, if you if you glance down at your phone, it, well, it was funny. I was, uh, one of the networking groups I was in, here's a great example. My phone rings and, you know, now I've got it silenced. And But I look down and my mother is 88, bless her heart, still lives alone independently. And I look down and the caller is the alarm company for her, I've fallen and I can't get up thing. Um, and which meant that they would have tried to reach her or they were trying to notify me. Right. right. So, you know, my eyes were, you know, and, and so then I, I thought, okay, let's see you know, if they leave a message or something. And they did. So I quick muted myself, turned off my video, took the call. It was nothing serious. I got right back on. That's, you know, the emergencies happen where we're in person, whether we're online. But, you know, the worst would have been for me to have taken the call, right? I mean, how many times? And back to, again, being professional. Um, But it's the same thing. I mean, there are people who, when you're in person networking with them, they're like, I got to take this call. Okay, fine. Go somewhere else. Take the call. Come back. Um, mm-hmm. Don't stand there and have me listen to it. Or what's going to happen is I walk off. Oh God! Well, how inappropriate for them to have you stand there and not put themselves on mute right. mm-hmm. to listen to it. That's mm-hmm. that's just not professional. Yeah, it's unprofessional, but it's also um, tacky. Uh, <laughs> the word am I thinking of? It's not rudimentary. It's mm-hmm. um, I mean, it's know, just common sense. Yeah, it's, it's mm-hmm. common sense mm-hmm. to have the person who's doing it. I feel mm-hmm. like it is just it's childish, mm-hmm. right? Right. It's it's a lack of awareness mm-hmm. of just politeness, which yeah. we were raised very well. <laughs> I mean, you know, those those are the same people that sit in a restaurant on their phone, or you know, right. they're they're in the store using it as the speakerphone. I love right. that commercial that I don't, you know. And the funny thing is, I'm not sure who the commercial is for, but they're, you know, they're, they're teaching people how to not be your parent. It's and so funny. I, I love know. That. And, you know, and she's walking through the store, you know, using her phone and he's saying, we're on speaker. Should we be on speaker? Yeah. Um, you know, and, and all of those things, but you know, it's it, it, a lot of this, whether we're in person networking or online, it's basic common sense, common courtesy. Um, you know, you, you show up, you're professional, you're intentional and again, you know, we the, there are, we do want to have some of the fun stuff, you know. So, you know, asking about how people did over the holidays, all of those various things. I mean, that's part of networking because that's part of building those relationships. But 
you know, it's it's still back to to doing business and and you know really making sure that that that's what we're doing is we're doing it intentionally. Um, you know, and and it's it's funny as I was reading your bio and I actually put this in red so that I made sure I asked you about it again. Was that part of what you do is you get people out of the wrong situations? So I wanted to hear more about that. Sure. So there's always, you know, when you go to a networking event, a lot of coaches, a lot of consultants will say, bring somebody with you, bring somebody with you, bring somebody mm-hmm. with you. Or if you meet somebody there, like have a good starting point mm-hmm. and then kind of peel off. It's like, well, why can't I be that for hire? Because, mm-hmm. you know, working in, in a strange situation. Mm-hmm. So my background was in film and television. So which means mm-hmm. I've also coached <laughs> in improvisation and being able to manage a lot of different personalities. Ah, so I love within, it. yep. So mm-hmm. within my background of also working through very, very, very high mm-hmm. intense and um, challenging personalities, mm-hmm. you learn how to troubleshoot out and professionally out of a conversation. Mm-hmm. So that's been a skill set that I've had for a while, not realizing it was a skill set. Mm-hmm. A lot of challenges that people were coming to me with, especially in the beginning, was I'm really fearful of networking. I don't know how to leave a conversation. Mm-hmm. I hate the plus. A lot of introverts, right? right. I'm an extrovert. I'm an mm-hmm. introvert with different groups, but I'm mm-hmm. typically an extrovert. Mm-hmm. And um, I found that at events, there is a finesse, especially with the way that you're standing, mm-hmm. just, to, just to help them end the conversation right. in mm-hmm. a way that has um, a, a, an action item at the mm-hmm. end. So it was nice or what, you know, when I was going on site with clients to events, um, to networking events, the um, the challenge again was for them to get rid of a conversation, mm-hmm. but also not only had, but also to end it. Mm-hmm. So the ending piece of it was the most important. Mm-hmm. Um, they would just be fearful of it, right. and I would just swoop in and help them out. So mm-hmm. once they learned immediately how to do it or mm-hmm. watched me do it, it became that they digested that a lot faster mm-hmm. than me just telling them what to say. Mm-hmm. So I would go in, kind of stand next to them, introduce mm-hmm. myself, help them with the conversation, mm-hmm. boost them up, and mm-hmm. then end with the next, you know, mm-hmm. and end the conversation that needed to be. Right. Um, but that was just coming from the needs of my clients. They mm-hmm. were fearful of of starting a conversation, ending a conversation. Mm-hmm. I said, I'll go in there and I'll do mm-hmm. whatever you need. Mm-hmm. So right. that's where that came from. Right. You know, and there's a polite way to do it. Um, you know, a friend of mine from, I used to live in Colorado and a friend of mine is Deborah Fine, F-I-N-E. And so she wrote The Fine Art of Small Talk. Nice. Um, and one of the chapters in her book is about how to politely extricate yourself because oh, well. we all get caught in those conversations, right? Where it's going on and on and on and, you know, and, and whatever it is, whether they're talking business, personal, whatever, you just need to get out. And, you know, and, and I love that, you know, part of like one of her things was to say, oh my gosh, this has been absolutely fantastic, but I see Ashley over there and I really need to go talk to her. So, and, and she said, but the key is that you go and you talk to Ashley or, you know, as opposed to wandering off because then they know, oh, Hey, that was you. Um, you know, and, and, you know, there are definitely ways to politely get yourself out of those conversations without just saying, dude, you've been talking too long. I can't take this anymore. Um, you know, and, and, but, but yeah, I love that because that, that is definitely one of the fears that people have. Um, you mentioned extroverts and introverts. Do you think online networking is easier for an introvert or the yeah. same? Yeah. Cause it's safer, right? I mean, you know, I hate to use that word. And and we talked about intention and and Mm -hmm. introverts are better networkers than extroverts are, Mm -hmm. in my opinion, because what they do is that they have a really great way of 
when they speak, it's because they've thought about what they were right. going to say. And it is, in, it's, again, we use the word intention, but it's, mm-hmm. it's proactive, <clears throat> it is um, thoughtful, and it is compa- usually compassionate. Mm-hmm. Um, extroverts will feed off of other people's energy. And we they go will, and we chatter and we chatter and we chatter. We do. We chatter. <laughs> and sometimes we don't hear the person. We don't mm-hmm. hear the question. We're on to the next thing. We're interrupting, mm-hmm. whatever it may, may be. Mm-hmm. So what has helped me in that capacity is I have two digital talk shows. My mm-hmm. job is to interview. Right. So um, I get the opportunity to really sit down and to, and to focus on what I'm trying to help them get out of the interview mm-hmm. and then ask the questions mm-hmm. that also lead into really great mm-hmm. answers and conversations. Right. So introverts, absolutely. Online is a little bit easier mm-hmm. because they can communicate. They can nurture mm-hmm. also online using LinkedIn strategies rather mm-hmm. than having to go to events and panicking in the parking lot. Mm-hmm. Right. Right. And, and again, it's all about being prepared. Um, you know, when you're going or turning your computer on, you should have goals. You know, why, why are you going? Um, you know, is it to meet three new people? Is it to do whatever? Um, you'll love this. This is the absolute best, worst example I have ever had. And this was several years ago, back when I was in Colorado, big networking event. I mean, there was, and it was a networking event. That was the only reason we were there was to network, which I'm not fond of because, you know, you, again, you go, you find the people, you know, and that's it. Um, but so I was with the people I knew and we were standing there and we were just chatting and this woman busts up to us, hands us everybody, her business card, you know, like she was shuffling a deck of cards here, 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 and then turns around to leave. And we're like, wait, go back here. Um, you know, and, and we said, what gives, you know, and, and she said, oh, I started a new business. And I bet my husband, I couldn't give out my entire box of business cards. And then she left. And of course, what happened to all of the little business cards? They went into the trash or onto the table or whatever. I mean, you know, she might have given out her 200 business cards, but she made zero connections. And, you know, and I mean, isn't it, I mean, that clearly, I, and, you know, this, this was probably 10 years ago, maybe that this actually happened. Um, but it was one of those things where she, and I think part of it was that, you know, when she said, I have a new business, she really did not know how to network. Um, yeah. Or you how know, to talk and, about herself or how to, to right. show what she was doing had value. I mean, right. that's the point. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Um, you know, and, and it really, it's, it's, it's about, you know, as we've been saying, thinking about why you're there, what are, you know, what are your goals? You know, all those various things. And I mean, her goal should not have been 200 business cards. It mm-hmm. should have been, I want to meet five people that I really can connect with, maybe not do business with, you know, but, you know, make, you know, start a, a business relationship with, but yeah, I mean, she just was, and, and so then I'm sure that, you know, in the following days when absolutely nothing happened, because not only did she not follow up with anybody, cause she didn't get any business cards. That was the other thing. She never asked us for our stuff. Um, but, you know, and the phones didn't ring. She didn't get emails. Well, then networking sucked. Why would I ever want to do that again? That's um, a that's a thing that people typically fall into is that they don't see the results right mm-hmm. away and they don't realize it's a marathon and not a mm-hmm. sprint. Right, right. You know, and I, I fall, I, you know, I've, I've mentioned it, you know, I fall into the category of a lot of times going and just talking to my friends, you know, not thinking about who I need to be meeting with. Or even if I talk to somebody new, do I follow up? Do I, you know, all of those various things. I might connect with them 
excuse me, on LinkedIn. Or, you know, if we mention something specific, I might, you know, oh, hey, you know, send them an email. Here's that article I talked about or whatever. But I don't do so. So it walk us through how to be a successful networker. Oh, you're gonna have to be a little more specific. I know, I know, because right, yeah, that's it's, yeah, you know, okay. So you know, midnight, we're still talking about it, right? Right. Um, you know, so for somebody who and and you know, let's let's be real, let's let's definitely talk about it with it being online, um, okay. because I think that you know we we will get back to in person networking. I mean, you know, things things will get back to that, but at least for the near future probably the next six months. I mean, we're still really going to be doing this online and 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 we're going to determine, oh my gosh, this really works. I'm going to continue doing it. Right. So what are just, you know, maybe a handful of tips for how, you know, how do you really be successful with online networking? There are a few different theories that I like to train my clients in, or at least bring up to them as far as resources are concerned. And one is the, the my favorite is the you're really going to figure out who who's in your A and B team. Your A okay. team are your ride or die people. These are okay. the people that you know that you like and that you trust. Mm-hmm. Your B team is the people that are the people that are you know and you like. Mm-hmm. So what, the way that you gather, the way that I train my clients into getting you know that that A and B team you know steady and ready to go is mm-hmm. grab a full list of all the LinkedIn industries in. Mm-hmm. That, that you can find. Mm-hmm. Put them into an Excel file and the mm-hmm. people that you think of when you look at those industries, mm-hmm. put their names in there. Grab okay. all their information, their specialties, their contact information. Those are the people that have obviously made an impression on you that you want to keep mm-hmm. and that you could make introductions to, which is mm-hmm. the value of why you network. Mm-hmm. But then the B team are people that you fill in the rest of those slots with that you know that you like, but you haven't worked with yet, mm-hmm. but are still trying to build a relationship mm-hmm. with in, in that capacity. Now you've got an A and B team. Mm-hmm. You do something called the $1.80 method on LinkedIn. The $1.80 method is following the top 10 hashtags that are relevant to your industry. It's a Mm -hmm. Gary Vaynerchuk method that he Mm -hmm. uses for a lot of his socials that he's transferred over to LinkedIn. Mm -hmm. The $1.80 method allows you to now see all of the posts that that have the most engagement Mm -hmm. that you can put your two cents Mm -hmm. on each of those threads. Ah. By doing Mm -hmm. that, now the people that are connecting with you, the people that are chatting with you and all that jazz, Mm -hmm. Are the a more it's more intentional and mm-hmm. it's more diverted into the groups mm-hmm. and to the industries that mm-hmm. make sense for you. So that would be something that I would do. Mm-hmm. In that capacity, what you're doing from there is when they connect with you, you are opening the door for a 15 minute conversation mm-hmm. because they saw what you had to say and thought it was available, and that's how you network with intention. So using that, then you take the new person that you're talking to by using the dollar eighty method and then going back to your A and B team and making those introductions mm-hmm. to the people that they need to collaborate with. Mm-hmm. The top three groups you want to network with are strategic partners. These are people that will that mm-hmm. have the same target market as you. So for example, a real estate agent and a divorce lawyer are fantastic strategic partners because <laughs> right. they and they don't seem to be, but yeah, the second you think about it, it's like, oh yeah, they are. Yeah, because they share the same clientele, but they mm-hmm. don't cross paths in that mm-hmm. in that in that way. So mm-hmm. you want to you want to network with strategic partners. You mm-hmm. want to network with your current network. You want to nurture those relationships. Mm-hmm. And then you want to talk to subject matter experts because there's no gatekeeper mm-hmm. right now and their networks are very niche. So if that's the case where you want to learn even more, have a different perspective mm-hmm. on how to build a network, you go to those people. Mm-hmm. So those would be my tips. The dollar right. method, networking with those top three groups and building your A and B team. Mm-hmm. 
Right. You know, and you mentioned LinkedIn several times. And, and I think, you know, that's been the thing that I have seen the most of is that people are going, oh, my gosh, I really should be using LinkedIn. Um, you know, it's it's great. I mean, one of the things that I've started doing, you know, that so my, my computer setup is I have two great big monitors. Yeah. And so I and, you know, and I know that's difficult for, for you know, people, space, money, all those various things. But, um, you know, I can have on screen one my Zoom that's going on and screen two has LinkedIn going. And so I can be looking people up as, you know, as, as we're having conversations, as we're doing whatever. And, you know, and so rather than, you know, when we were doing in-person and you got the business card and you went back and you maybe remembered to look them up on LinkedIn, you're looking them up right then. Now, you know, it's, you have to be very careful about it. So, you know, you're not not looking truly distracted and, and things like that, but, you know, you're glancing at their LinkedIn profile just enough to think, okay, this is somebody I need to make sure I follow up with, um, you know, or, you know, you send them, I mean, I, I've even started doing this, oh my, you know, a request to connect right then. Oh my gosh, we are on the same Zoom conference, having a great time. You know, we need to, to connect, you know, and I'm a big person. I, you know, you, you never send a request to connect on LinkedIn without, you know, saying something, um, you know, and, and so as you've right there, you've got that initial little bond because, you're in the same, you know, conference that the, they are, you know, whether it's 10 people, whether it's more, but, um, you know, LinkedIn is, and so, you know, my, my tip for, for everybody is get your LinkedIn profile. Good folks. Um, you know, especially yeah. if people are really going to be looking at it now, which they are. Yeah. That's if you're going to network, if you're going to have a business, if you're a business professional, mm-hmm. LinkedIn is the bare minimum of what you should right. have. Yep. You know, and, and, um, you know, and it really is, I mean, it's, it, it doesn't have to be knock it out of the park, but it needs to be current. You know? Yeah. And, and, and people are going to connect yeah. with you. They're looking you up. They want to yep. make sure that you're valid. So, I mean, I'm not a LinkedIn expert, but I use it every single day. Yeah. Um, I definitely, you know, try to get people who, who are looking to build up their mm-hmm. LinkedIn profile to a few different referral partners mm-hmm. that I have. Yep. So it's, it's definitely important. You have mm-hmm. to have, it's, it's like a resume except mm-hmm. better. Right. Right. And current. I mean, you know, one of the things I mentioned to you before we started the program, I just went a couple of weeks ago and got new headshots. And, you know, and, and, and of course, this happens with women, especially. We changed our hair frequently, right? Cut, yeah. color, all of those various things. And so, you know, if I'm looking at someone on Zoom, I want to look at them on LinkedIn and see a somewhat similar picture, um, you know, and, and mine on LinkedIn was several years old and looked very different. No glasses, different hair, all those things. So, you know, I was on a LinkedIn Zoom conversation yesterday. And and as I was on there, I was on LinkedIn changing my profile pictures because I realized, oh, gosh, you know, and, and so, yeah. you know, just some basic LinkedIn stuff that, that we need to be doing. I mean, it's just about <clears throat> first impressions, like putting on pants. Right. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, putting on pants. It's like brushing your hair, going, you know, t- t- taking care of your teeth, whatever it may be. It's mm-hmm. it's it's important to really right. have mm-hmm. your the representation mm-hmm. of who you are to right. match the person that you meet. Right. You know, and because we're not meeting people face to face, our LinkedIn profile, our website, or whatever it is that people are looking at is that introduction. You know, that's where we're going to to learn a little bit about them to determine okay, we want to want to know more. Um, you know, and and but then you also mentioned and I think this is absolutely critical is, you know, what we're doing is we need to be making connections for other people. Um, you know, it's not just gimme gimme gimme. Um, 
you know, I've, I've been to networking events where I knew that, that, you know, the person that I gave a business card to cared only if I was going to do business with them. That's, you know, that's one of the worst reasons to be networking, um, you know, and, and, and it is, it's all about making all those connections and interconnecting people. And, you know, and, and I love doing that. I mean, that's part of why I do this program is I'm connecting people with knowledge, but, you know, we want to be connecting each other. You know, you mentioned the, the realtor and the divorce attorney, you're not going to get anything from that, except they know that you're a great resource. Mm-hmm. Um, and then they know, oh my gosh, when I need help networking, Ashley is who I want to turn to. Right. The people You want people to be able to come to you and say, you know what? They may not be able to help you in this mm-hmm. area, but they sure as hell know somebody that does. Right. And right. that's half the battle. And sometimes mm-hmm. people that you end up, I have a buddy who runs a um, technology company and he's like, you know, I, I used to be super specific about who I want to get introduced mm-hmm. to, but I, all I want right mm-hmm. now is just a good person. Right. Just a good person who mm-hmm. gets it. And mm-hmm. then his, his everything skyrocketed because mm-hmm. he was either to help them with a couple of referrals mm-hmm. and then they ended up getting, you know, helping him back with right. a few different referrals. Or he was able to actually ask them like, hey, I, I actually do technology. Mm-hmm. What are you guys, what are you guys working right. on this? Mm-hmm. And, and the conversation usually goes into a couple different directions. Mm-hmm. Um, depending on the uh, the personality of the mm-hmm. person. So if a good referral partner is also suggesting or making an introduction mm-hmm. to a good person. Right. Then you know that the conversation, no matter right. what, is going to be great. And the networking mm-hmm. equity is there on both sides. Right. Yeah, because it's ultimately their reputation. You know, I'm not going to introduce you to someone that isn't going to be at least an interesting connection. Um, it might not work out, but I'm, I'm certainly not going to refer you to somebody that I would go ew. <laughs> you know? um, and, you know, and and I think that's the one thing that sometimes people forget is, you know, like they might say, oh my gosh, Ashley, do you know somebody? And we're like, oh my God, I must give them a referral. No, it still has to be a good referral, um, you know, and, and, but, but yeah, that's, and I think that's what so many people forget about when we're networking is it's not just getting business for ourselves. It's building those relationships. Um, and, and you know, I always ask my guests for a quote that we put on the, the, promo, the promo for this. And I loved yours. I had to make sure that we, we talked about it. And I don't often do this because, you know, a lot of times it's, it's just a great thing that, that we promote. But, but you said you are not building a support system, an audience, or a fan base. You are building an army. Mm-hmm. And I love that. I mean, that's exactly what networking is that so many people don't get. The, the benefit of that statement came, honestly, because a lot of people that I was, was the, that I had the pleasure of talking to, they said, I'm such a fan of yours, I'm such a fan. And I'm like, I, I, and I've been a fan of them. It's, you know, I can make a, I can make a, a, a reference to, to Bryn Tillman, who's a subject matter expert in LinkedIn. Mm-hmm. She's amazing. And I mm-hmm. adore, I truly adore her. But the reason why she's in my, what I call my army is because she will fight for me when I'm not mm-hmm. in the room and right. I will fight for her mm-hmm. when she's not in the room, yep. just like I'm doing right now. Mm-hmm. And there's, there was never an, a, 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 there was never a handshake in that mm-hmm. capacity. It was like, we both earned that kind of respect. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And so what um, building an army is, is identifying people like, who do you want to, who do you want as your general? Who do you want right. as your sergeant? Who do you mm-hmm. want your soldiers? <laughs> But in order for you to lead that army, you have to be able to fight for them before right. they even think about picking yes, it up. It is mutual. Mm-hmm. I know, but you have, but as the leader of that army, you have to give back way more than they'll ever give back right. to you. 
Mm-hmm. And that's why the army is strong. So mm-hmm. what are people saying about you when you're not in the room? And mm-hmm. not, not talking about reputation, right. talking about not character. brand and any of that not yeah. brand mm-hmm. character, because mm-hmm. that's going to get you in the door mm-hmm. fast because nobody gives, mm-hmm. uh, you know, a damn about what you do. They care about how you, how right. you help them yeah. and, and how they need to mm-hmm. feel. So you're, you're building up the know, the like, and the trust factor mm-hmm. in that way. Right. I love it. I love it. Well, oh my gosh, Ashley, we are almost at the top of the hour. This has been so much fun. I always know that that it's going well when I look down and go, oh my gosh, we only have five minutes left. Um, you have several services that you provide. So tell people about those because they are fantastic services. Thank you. So uh, I have something called a networking audit. The networking mm-hmm. audit is uh, a way for me to work with clients one-on-one. So we do an hour and a half session every month. Mm-hmm. Uh, I give you four weeks worth of homework. And the goal is to trim out the fat, which mm-hmm. means you're probably doing a ton of networking activities that you probably don't need to be doing. Mm-hmm. And the goal is just to put something, a practice in place, mm-hmm. some kind of um, uh, process. So that way it will run like a well-oiled machine. Mm-hmm. I don't lock down people for three months. People typically work with me for three months because mm-hmm. it goes through the honeymoon period mm-hmm. and then you're good. And then you have all the tools that you need mm-hmm. as long as you work on the stuff every mm-hmm. week. Um, I don't overwhelm people with homework because we all have lives and we're busy with right. families and businesses, but we come up with the homework mm-hmm. together based off of what your intentions are around mm-hmm. networking. And my job is to give you all the templates that you need, all the resources. So it's not like, Mm-hmm. I am coaching you, but I'm also giving you a lot of stuff, mm-hmm. a lot of stuff that right. can really help you. Like what mm-hmm. questions to ask, what are deep mm-hmm. meaningful business conversation questions and how to follow up for a meeting. Mm-hmm. And here are the templates that I use mm-hmm. that you should use. So it's very, very, very tangible. The other one is when the pandemic kind of goes away. I also work at conferences with clients, but I okay. go, go as a vendor with them. And I mm-hmm. also train their people how to work a booth. Okay. So between engaging in that way mm-hmm. and then also going as an attendee to help mm-hmm. expand their team to network at conferences. I am putting together right now a training program that can be bought. So basically it's uh, videos, mm-hmm. downloadables, things cool. that you can purchase, which would be less expensive than mm-hmm. working with me one-on-one. And it will be uh, a really in-depth um I would, it's, not, I, it's a mix between a tutorial and a boot camp, but mm-hmm. not overwhelming. Mm-hmm. So I'm putting it together right now, the curriculum. I've gathered a lot of data about what people are looking for and all of the tools and resources that come to it, including mm-hmm. the technology to help you efficiently mm-hmm. um, follow up um, in a way that's uh, still customizable and personal. Great. I love it. Well, how do people find this information? You can visit me at Ashley Assist dot com or ashley at ashleyassist.com is my email address my website's getting updates so hopefully by the time this podcast comes out it'll be done um and yeah it'll be great i'm, I'm mm-hmm. excited and you can always reach me on any social media platform twitter facebook mm-hmm. instagram and uh i will absolutely on linkedin so mm-hmm. that's where i am at i love it i love it well you know networking it is evolving, you know, and it and it always does. I mean, that's just the the way that things happen. I happen to think it's evolving for the better by including so much more online, um, because yeah, like we said, you can expand worldwide. Um, you know, we can be doing things in the evening, we, weekends, daytime, whatever. You know, you it, all of these. We have so many options now, and so now is the time to really embrace that. You know, and and you know, and and be thinking about why you want to network. So I want to encourage people to check out Ashley's information. Great blog, great resources. You know, all sorts of things there. Um, you know, and again, that's at Ashley Assists. 
Um, you know, and, and so please make sure that, that you go and check that out. Do you have any final thoughts that you want to leave everyone with? Uh, just remember that networking, again, is a personal activity and not a sales one. It's a marketing and personal activity. So if you are going to be networking, remember that people buy from people that they know, they like, that they trust. So be yourself and be authentic. I love it. I love it. Well, this has been an absolutely fabulous program to kick off 2021. Can you believe that? 2020 lasted like nine years. Um, yeah. you know, and hopefully 2021 is much better. But you know, it is what it is. You know, that's that's you know, we can moan about it or we can take it and grow. And and so we hope that everybody grows with how they're doing their networking. I am Deb Creer. I've been having a fabulous time talking with Ashley Owens. Can't wait to do it again. Um, and until next time, everyone have a great day. Tune in for our next program for even more trends, best practices, and techniques for how to make your business a success. The Business Power Hour, hosted by Deb Creer, is proud to be part of the C-Suite Network. This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.